Hi, welcome back. Uh, just taking it around the studio here. Who had the strongest outing? Uh, and it didn't necessarily have to be one, two, three, four. No. But who had the strongest showing in Anaheim one? As a team, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we've already made that. It's got to be Yamaha yeah. with Justin Barsha winning the 450 class, yeah. and then and then in the 250 they go one two with Colton Nichols and Dylan Fernandez. I mean, for sure. And, and, that's, and then Plessinger, you said what got sixth. Uh, in yeah, Plessinger got six in the 450 so. class. He's a factory <clears throat> Yamaha guy. Yeah, but Braden Stewart and Freeze. I mean, that's a that's a strong. That's that's probably number two. Yeah. I think as a whole, uh, collectively, uh, and then you look at what no, Malcolm, no, you've got Ken Roxon and and Cole Seeley went two ten. They only got two guys. Okay, I guess if we're they still scored more points than the Spartan top team. <laughs> How about that? Which one of those was in the lead at any time or? Or challenging for a lead at any time. I think it was a pretty positive race for Ken Roxon. I think and Eli Tomac even. I mean, we, they, we've all seen Anaheim one really screw some guys over. Well, I, and I, and coming out of a mutter, going into Phoenix, I think it's going to be a different program for who's going to win. But um, nobody about, picked Barsha to win. What, that what thing, about so. the, what about the free agents out there? Dino, Dean Wilson, Brock Tickle, Grant as a free agent. Tickle would be great if we could see him return. What a bummer, man! He's that is such out. that is such BS. Here's the thing: you got you got Dean Wilson sponsored by a weed company, and they can't show admittingly it. using it. And no, and he's using he's using the CBD oil very well. That's fine, but it's still it's some sort of an it's enhancer a or or a byproduct of something. An illegal substance, and I got no problem with it. I don't think it should be illegal. I don't do it. It's but CBD I don't think is it should not be. illegal. No, it's not. It's an oil. It's an oil. That's all. Okay. A, I, there is no you know THC. Where I'm going with it. I understand. THC would be the illegal portion. Of yes, it. Yeah. there is no THC in it. There, correct. There's a lot of athletes out there that use it. We even heard Jeff Ward himself say he uses it. There's a lot of veterans in this world that that use it because it helps with PTSD. Uh, it's an anti-inflammatory. There's a lot of sick kids that use this. People suffer from from Parkinson's disease. But that isn't my point. My point is that Brock Tickle, you know, like oh, he's, he's getting screwed so bad by these guys. It's ridiculous. You saw James Stewart go through the spell, and where, where's James Stewart now? We don't even see the guy. No. I, I anyway, back to other free agents out there: Tyler Bowers, Kyle Cunningham. Uh, those are the guys out there. How about the guys that are injured? Are they still a part of the discussion? Um, I think your biggest one would be Zach Osborne just because of... Yeah, what a bummer. He, he breaks his collarbone, what, the week before the race? Yeah. Hmm. And he breaks the plate, the existing plate, and I saw the picture. I don't know if you did oh, too, did but it, it's bent. He bends the existing plate. That has to be removed and a new plate put in place, which thus lengthens you know what his I'd be saying? recovery. Mommy! <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. No. That okay. would be terrible. Next guest waiting in the wings, guys. You ready for it, Tony Wink? Do it. Aaron Colton, I, I guess um, Aaron is a guy we've had on many, many times, mm -hmm. and uh, he's probably one of the most well-known street, street bike uh, freestyle guys in the world, and his he does demos all over the U.S. Um, and, and Europe, and uh, he's been – we haven't had him on in a while, but he's he's always been a great guest. So he joins us now. Aaron Colton, welcome back to Pit Pass. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, see. What are you house. doing, man? Where you been? A uh, little bit of everywhere. Still traveling a ton. I'm currently out of the shop right now. Um, just wrapping up on some bike work. I did a, an awesome trail riding this past weekend. And, uh, man, it's been a cr crazy and wild. It's 
number one priority recently has been I have a almost two year old daughter now, so wow. that's uh, been one wild ride for the last couple of years. But as we are, let me say, how do we say that? Learning our cadence. We're both first time <laughs> parents. Um, it's uh, it's been great because she's been able to travel a lot. So she's been, you know, that they'll end up flying in and meet me at some of these different events. But yeah, I'm just kind of prepping everything, and I just ship some of my freestyle equipment out because I'm headed down to Brazil to do an event with Red Bull down here in the oh, middle cool. of January. And uh, yeah, everything's trucking strong. You get to work at all with uh, Matto? I, I actually do quite a bit. I do quite a bit. We were just chatting the other day because we both got in some great post-rain trail riding in, in uh, SoCal. I liked, yeah. I love talking with that guy. I tell you what, he, he's such a bright star for me. It's, it's just in a conversation. doesn't even have to be on the air. I just really like to talk to him. Yeah, the one thing that people underestimate with someone like Matto because some of the feats that he's conquered as far as an athlete have been so unfathomable. You always have like a daredevil mentality that you'd have in mind, and then you beat him, you're like, wow, this is one sharp attack. Yeah. got everything going on. He's awesome. Aspiring for me as a dad, which has been cool, because we've been spending a lot more time together now with the kids, which is we uh, we camped together at Day in the Dirt this last year. So, it's, it's yeah, that's been wild, wild for everyone. Didn't we do something with, with uh, like, supply you some parts and some bike you built sure or did. something? Yeah, like no, why, absolutely. Wiseco dialed in that uh, Project Two Stroke build I did with that one YZ125, and I actually raced that again this year uh, at Day in the Dirt because, long story short, uh, there was another plan I was going to do, Project Two Stroke 2.0 with uh, a 250 Two Stroke because I did the previous year with the YZ125. And, um, yeah, you guys hooked it up with a – I went a little oversized on the motor and have a, like a 137 built 125, and I Ironmaned the day in the dirt two years in a row on the thing. It's awesome. Um, so it wasn't by design this year, but it was ready to go, and it, uh, I ended up doing, spending a lot of seat time on that little thing. I got a 125, and I, I have a uh, shelf dedicated to top ends because I'm so big. I have to rebuild the thing every <laughs> time know, I get give done. Give yourself credit. You're down, what, 20 pounds? 23 pounds 23. I've lost. Yeah. Yep. No, yep. I, uh, it's, That's we, affecting his bottom end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, – Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that's that's pretty good that when you do an oversize on a bike like that and you get that kind of time, no matter yeah, what parts you're using, that's... But especially on a 125, and, and man, though. Glenn Helen, yeah. that place, you're singing, man. It's at like all, it's crazy how many times you're topped out in the top of the gearbox racing yeah. at Glenn Helen when they have it set up for Day in the Dirt with the TT course and the asphalt section in the back. I felt so bad, but... You know, it's what it had. I actually, I'm picking up a new 450 in a week or two, so I'm stoked that I'll have a, a mix-up bike for a little while. What color? 125 with something. Red. Red. They, it's they, they so good. It. They nailed it. This, I mean, they they have been. But are you, man, they've really knocked out the park. Aaron, are you getting a factory edition? No, because they were all pre-sold. What? They were all spoken for. 500 of them. I guess only a couple, like the big select dealers, got some that yeah. were spoken for, but they were already, you know, money down. Or whatever. That's wrong. I wanted one. So bad. That's wrong. One. one of our friends. Ah, some, one of our friends has one. You want us to make a few calls? <laughs> I, mean, I have no idea who we're actually going to call. But have just... you gotten a haircut yet, Aaron? Uh, you know what? I, <laughs> I, I did. I did. I'm. I'm. Uh, you know, between going to soccer and swimming lessons and all the stuff I'm doing with my daughter now, I, I, I cleaned up the haircut. I'm. I'm just another parent. Has some of these deals, which is kind of interesting. I'm on the younger side compared to some of the most, but yeah, I definitely. I, the hair went couple months in yeah when just like 
little things like changing diapers and whatnot. When you had like all kinds of hair to grab onto at all points in time, it just had to go. So that that happened this past year. How do you keep her occupied on the airplanes? Because that's uh, we have the iPad, harder. obviously. It's getting harder than it used. To. Like You're, out of the box was was easy and aggressively yeah. was easy for maybe until she was like fourteen, fifteen months. Now it's tough. When we both fly, there's not much sleeping on either side. To be honest, you know, you can watch movies together and sure. the iPad and have snacks and whatnot, but there's no, like, science on that because it's been a learning curve for sure. She, uh, I guess the longest flight now is in Miami. We went out there for the Red Bull Formula One run of show. I did a demo performance there, which was super cool, to get to drive, and I, I got to pit with my freestyle bike out of the Formula One show car garage. Cool. Uh, in Miami. So just to be around that whole setting was super motivational when you see how put together it is even to have a non-race pace program going on for something down there. So, But yeah, Miami's further so far, so six and a half hours or so. That's There's not bad. Big international stuff right. coming up this next year that I, I'm not quite sure, but I think it's going to be kind of a long flight. What we do, just so you know, and then my boys are now 30 and 31, but back then and it was all propped there were no jets uh you know so it took a little longer to fly from coast to coast but we just put them in the aisle and uh go to sleep <laughs> uh, and they'd be cruising up and down the aisle you Times know sure, change, turbulence yeah. Uh, yeah that was good luck long, kids long yeah. time here's ago. your helmet you, yeah. you'd have to have man you'd have to have serious faith in the behavior to send them down the aisle on a plane with people that you're stuck with no matter what yeah and it's amazing how quiet they are now as adults. Uh, it's funny. I, I raced in uh, 2014. I went over and raced the vet motocrosses nations and on a YZ 490, which is the worst motorcycle I've ever raced, ever, by the way. Ever. Um, but my wife was pregnant. Like, borderline probably shouldn't have went on the airplane. But we went over there. And it was – and this kid – Sketchy. Oh, it wasn't that bad. But there was a kid that just kicked my seat for the, the entire 12-hour flight or whatever it was. Kicked my seat – and I just, I just got to the point where I just like, it's not going to stop, right? And now yeah. that I have a four-year-old, um, I'm very, <laughs> I try to be very conscientious about how she's affecting other people around us, right? Because it, it but but I'll tell you a couple things: chocolate, uh, having some whatever her favorite candy is. My kid never gets candy, nope. unless we're traveling or there's something like that. And I'm very I limit her a lot on on the iPad and the and the phones and stuff like that. She always wants to watch YouTube. And uh if we're if we're on an airplane, you bet. You Children's can, Tylenol you works can, like a dream. I don't do that. I, okay. When my daughter was little, she's eighteen now, but I used to give her a lot of uh NyQuil. Yeah. <laughs> no, you and didn't. It, Shut up. Yeah, I mean <laughs> It really worked out well for me. Somebody's None listening and true, thinks you're serious. Nothing. Send I, your cards and letters never, too. Yeah, I, yeah I would never do that. Okay. So, Aaron, you're headed to Brazil. What do you got? What do you got cooking on down there? Uh, down there, super. A really good friend of mine who's the sports marketing director for Red Bull down there, named Stan. I did some tours with him throughout Colombia and uh, Panama a number of years back, and. Uh, I'm doing an activation for a new distributor partnership that they have. So they wanted to basically introduce the brand of Red Bull to, you know, a very large partnership that they have distributing the project throughout the country of Brazil. So I'm going down there to do uh, basically a private uh, run of show like I have with my demo program here set up in the U.S. And then over the next few days, I'm going to be doing some collaboration photo and video projects with some of the local Red Bull Brazil athletes. So it's going to be a cool 
cool little trip. It's going to be out and back. I'm kind of even still waiting on some of the final confirmations of the of the, of the ins and outs, but it's going to be awesome. I, I uh, think that basically leaves just Argentina south of the border that I haven't been to. So the the, the I, to, so I understand that the Red Bull is just now being introduced where you're going, or it's a new no, it's a new but person. Making a, the, uh, to make a long story short, they're making a partnership with a, a very large distributor down there. I see. Um, yep, gotcha. Yep, yep. So it's uh, kind of one of those deals, and it depends. That's the one thing that's so interesting and cool about Red Bull. I get to experience a company's nuts and bolts from every direction, from athlete project side to the competition side to creating content all the way down to actually feet on the floor doing, uh, you know, essentially giving thanks to the actual oil running the machine. So it's cool getting to experience, like, every side of what someone would expect a company like that has going on. Cool. That's neat. And I think you should do the the two-stroke 2.0 so you can – Get a hold of me. We can do some parts again. Oh, I would love to. I would, and, and, I, and it was already going through my head, but I was trying not to make too many calls because it it was like on the fence of happening. And the date got later in October, and we were still going back and forth on if we were going to have enough time scheduling both the videographer that I did the project with last time with Red Bull to make it happen. And unfortunately, I didn't get to do it. But it's it's. Uh, I'm going to put it well over 90% that day in the next year. I'm going to be doing a 2.0 project with a 252 stroke, and I would definitely like to get the thing suited up. The white scale stuff worked out great. It's having a whole kit like that versus microfiche ordering like I've done in the past is just monumental in getting the job done. So- and ProX, you know, a partner of Weissco has everything you need as far as like cables and, and clutch and. and um, air filters, air you filters, name it, brake yeah, pads. They do uh, everything. They are, in some nature, it seems to be they use a lot of OEM provider type companies. That is exactly right, Aaron. Yeah, they yeah. provide a lot of OEM parts. I know overseas, we've talked about this before. So if you look at a, a uh, on a Pro X piston, uh, let's say a CR two fifty Honda CR two fifty two stroke, and you lift, you look at that piston underneath, you'll see ART. That's the casting from the factory in Japan that that casts and makes that piston. Um, and then you pull up a Pro X, it'll have the exact same casting marks. It's, it's absolutely, in many cases, OEM sourced. And uh, so, yeah. So, Aaron uh, didn't mean to end on a Pro X commercial, but. Well, you did. Uh, yeah, no, it felt uh, good. It worked, it worked out great <laughs> on, the, on the last build. I was happy to have the support, especially the 125. I'm stuff up on that thing. Aaron, we appreciate you taking the time to join us on the show. No problem, you guys. It's a pleasure. I look forward to the next time. Have fun down there, okay? All right, will do. I'll talk to you later. There we go. Always keep one in the chamber, by the way, when you're traveling. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate you listening. Uh, It's good to be back in this chair. Appreciate that. For Jack DeLeon and uh, Leanne DeLeon, all of us here in the studio, Eddie Kulenkamp, Tony Wick, Roman Aveda, PJ Duran, I'm Scott Kesper speaking. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. For Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson, have a good one, everybody. It's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. May I have your attention, please? Excuse me. Are you listening to me? Thank you. The preceding was an exclusive presentation of Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, a division of Pit Pass Radio LC. Any use of this copyrighted material without the express written consent of Pit Pass Radio LC is strictly prohibited.
Ready to up your game and learn more about the thrilling world of sports betting? Introducing Double Down with Breslow, the ultimate podcast about the business of sports gambling. Join me, James Breslow, and a long list of expert guests as we dive into the art and science of the sports betting industry. Evolving regulations, technology enhancements, and the meteoric rise in the number of players makes this sector the fastest growing and most intriguing in the world. Unlock the business secrets from many of the industry's most recognizable C-suite executives, including famous odds makers and influencers. Every episode of Double Down with Breslow is packed with insider tips, deeply skilled analysis, and in-depth discussions. Don't miss out on the ultimate resource for mastering the business of sports betting. Listen to Double Down with Breslow on the Evergreen Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Double Down with Breslow, the business of sports betting podcast.